0: Your path to e-commerce success starts right here. You're listening to Practical E-Commerce, the podcast for e-commerce results. Hello again and welcome to the Practical E-Commerce podcast. This is the June 2006 interview podcast. My name is Brian Getting. And uh, today we actually have Michael A. Cox, again, uh, staff writer for Magazine, did a fantastic interview with uh, Steve Woda, who is the chairman and founder of BuySafe.com, which is an interesting company. They uh, they do bonding for internet transactions, meaning that they sort of guarantee the credibility of uh, an e-commerce merchant. Uh, it's a, sort of a big challenge, as they talk about in the interview here. A big challenge for small to medium-sized e-commerce businesses to... Sort of have that credibility and, and, and ensure that their customers know they're not going to get ripped off and know they're going to get the product they asked for and, and, and things of that nature. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and turn this over to Michael as usual. Um, again, Steve Woda with BuySafe.com.
1: The company is BuySafe, and we have uh, Steve Woda, who is the CEO and I assume the founder. Is that right, Steve? I'm actually the uh, chairman and founder of Bi-State,
2: Chairman and, and we founder. have Ed, chairman and founder, and we have a uh, wonderful uh, uh, leader by the name of Jeff
1: Grass, who's our CEO. Okay, I, th- I guess in the in the emerging uh, e-commerce industry or or any of the uh, uh, internet industries, one of the questions that comes to my mind always is how do people dream up the things that they do? What is it that you saw that made you want to get into the business of bonding? commerce on the internet?
2: Oh, great question.
1: I, uh, well, I, to be quite honest with you, I got burnt in an online auction. Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I, I bought something online and uh, I did all of the things you were supposed to do and check the merchant ratings of the, of the seller, um, make sure that the, 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 the merchant was professional and legitimate and make sure there was some level of protection. At the end of the day, I didn't get my product and uh, I bought I bought a about a four hundred dollar personal digital assistant. and It didn't show up, and uh-huh. uh, the more, so I was not a very happy guy. I was getting my MBA at Wharton, and I and I I, I couldn't really afford to lose four hundred bucks. And so I kind of I thought about this for a couple of weeks, and I, and the more I thought about it, the more I realized. This is not a good thing, right? This is, a, this is a bad thing for buyers that this even happens at all because, of course, uh, that means I'm going to tell my friends and my, you know, uh, I'm going to be more wary next time I, I'm buying from somebody I don't know anything about. And the more I thought about it, the more I realized that this is a problem that small and medium-sized businesses face on the Internet today, and that is that when you're buying something as a buyer, Uh, from a smaller, medium-sized business that does not have a trusted, recognizable brand, people are going to think twice about it. And uh, anything we could do to solve this problem uh, of uh, mitigating or eliminating the risk for buyers and vouching for those small yet professional and reliable merchants that are out there, that was a good thing for e-commerce.
1: So you really, uh, you took on a really big job, and I guess the first one, uh, the first thought that comes to mind is if you start uh, trying to offer that protection, uh, the first thing you've got to do is screen those merchants that you uh, provide the service to pretty, uh, pretty stringently. Um, uh, how did you tackle that issue?
2: Absolutely. Well, that's exactly right. This is not a new problem, right? It was something that lots of folks have thought about, and uh, I'm sure... Credit managers have been doing it for years. Right, and, you know, and frankly, I'm sure there's not a person in America who's bought something online and didn't ask themselves uh, the question of, you know, I hope everything goes all right at least. And so uh, for me, I think this was an issue of um, tackling this in a little bit of a different way, um, there have there are things called merchant ratings or feedback ratings that folks have had to, have tried, um, and they're great except they're not foolproof. Um, they can be manipulated by by bad guys or bad actors, and um, there are things like buyer protection plans that are out there, and they tend to be um, uh, attractive uh, because they provide a basic level of protection. But they don't really. Um, most people don't want to have a problem in the first place, right? They don't. They you know. Bioprotection protection plans are great after you've been burned, but most people don't want to have a problem in the first place.
1: Right. So
2: for me, this was a matter of you know, um, rather than going out and trying to identify who all the bad guys are, it struck me that what we need to do is we need to go out and, as you mentioned, pre-qualify and pre-screen all of the professionals that are out there. And by if you do a good enough job with that. Um, then you can feel comfortable to guarantee their transactions um, up to $25,000, which is what we do. So what we do is we look at a a merchant's uh, reputation and experience um, from uh, selling online. We um, look at their financial stability, and that's a really important one. Um, Most people don't really appreciate it, but most small businesses that... Uh, have problems, you know, small businesses go out of business every day. That's what happens with small businesses. And so a lot of the times when folks have problems buying stuff online, it comes down to they were buying from somebody who was not financially stable. I'll give you an example. On eBay recently, the number one seller in the world, um, or had previously been the number one seller in the world in terms of feedback ratings, they had over 265,000 feedback ratings. They They went belly up. Wow. And it's not because they weren't a good seller. It wasn't because they didn't have great feedback ratings. They were the number one in the world. But they had financial problems. And so we look at financial stability and think that that's a very important component of making sure somebody's going to live up to their obligations. And then finally, it's verifying their identity, which is you know just kind of a, a thing you have to do online. And uh, it's, so far, it's worked out pretty well.
1: We and uh, how many uh, how many merchants have you? Uh, I guess what will be the term be certified or? Uh, well, we call them bonded sellers. Bonded what we sellers. do, yes, we call them
2: bonded sellers, and the reason we do is because we use what's called a surety bond. Um, that's S U R E T Y surety, surety uh-huh. bond to guarantee those transactions. And surety bonds are. Um, it's a, most folks don't know what a bond uh, a bond is, but a, but bonds have been around for thousands of years. Um, the concept of of uh, this concept, uh, a thousand years ago, when a merchant would try to buy something, buy some grain from a farmer in a faraway town, what they would do is they'd find a trusted third party who knew the merchant and the farmer, and uh, and they would bond the transaction. And the same concept applies here in the internet, where folks are thousands of miles away, they don't know who each other are, who each other is, and. Um, and uh, a surety bond works very well. Traditionally, surety bonds are used in the construction industry to guarantee big construction contracts. Right. So let's say, you know, let's say you're going to build a new tunnel or a new building. Um, the government would require the contractor to have a surety bond. And it struck me that if you could guarantee a $40 million construction contract, couldn't you, couldn't you guarantee via a bond a $20 e-commerce contract? And so um, we bond the transactions and we call those merchants bonded sellers.
1: Now, who is your who is your client? Is it
2: the seller or the buyer? Well, it's it's kind of both, right? Uh, the merchant is the is the 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 uh, party that comes to buy safe and says, "Look, you know, my name is joeselectronicshop.com and uh, nobody knows who I am, so I'd love if you would you know pre you know pre qualify me and and vouch for me and bond my transactions um they're the folks that pay us today um but obviously buyers are the ones who uh we have to fulfill the obligations to and um you know make them feel very comfortable that when they're buying from joe and his uh you know his electronic shop that everything's gonna go great
1: so does the uh are you in a process then of uh looking for uh new BuySafe customers in terms of, of uh, attracting more merchants who want to provide this bonded transaction?
2: Absolutely. So what we, we started our business. Uh, I, I started the business uh, back in the summer of 2000 uh, is when I first got burned in an auction. And we ended up um, raising our first round of financing. I'm going to take a little longer way to tell you this. Okay. Uh, so, Just to give you a little bit of background. We raised our first round of financing in the summer of 2003, and we launched our business on eBay um and we did so because there are lots and lots of you know t- tens of thousands of small professional merchants doing right. a really great job every single day right um and that's where our business has grown up and um today there are about uh two and a half million items on ebay each and every day that are bonded by buy we have a couple thousand sellers there wow um, and we have um, we started to expand in last year in 2005 beyond eBay to other marketplaces, and we now uh, bond items on uh, Tias, which is a small um, antiques and collectibles marketplace, Overstock.com, which is a right. obviously a pretty successful um, online marketplace and um and in 2006 our big um product enhancement which has been something folks have been asking us for a long time was to actually be able to bond uh merchants items at their website so you know at joeselectronicshop.com let's be able to bond their items anywhere they sell uh things not just on eBay and on Overstock but also at their individual website
1: now i know that it's uh it's probably uh tied to individual situations but can you give us a rough idea of what a what the service costs uh, a merchant? Sure. Absolutely. Um, on eBay today, a
2: merchant uh, a merchant pays us uh, pays BuySafe one uh, percent of their final transaction value. So if they sell something for uh, ten bucks, they uh, they'll pay us a dime. If they uh, if they pay us uh, if it's a hundred dollar item, they'll pay us a buck. Um, and uh, obviously, uh, merchants would not do that if they didn't see um, a great return on their investment. So, you know, the reason they're willing to do that is because if they pay us one percent of that transaction, um, they uh, can attract more buyers and if sure. they or more bidders in an eBay situation. And uh, and obviously, more bidders, more demand means higher prices. Um, so it's not a uh it's not really a cost to the merchant i mean it is obviously a cost but it it's not a uh, a cost that doesn't drive um a return that um uh, uh, the merchant can actually uh put in his back pocket
1: now if if uh let's go to Joe's electronics online there yep. um let's say he's using uh cart 32 uh does it make any difference which shopping cart he's using so today,
2: good question. So today, we're on e- uh, eBay.com and Overstock.com, and here in June, we're launching with a number of folks, including uh, Zuvi, uh, and a number of other storefront and checkout providers, to provide it at the web at the website level. So today, um, uh, or in Ju- once we hit June, you will then be able to um, find this. At, depending upon who the, pro, who the partners are. In fact, one of the things I, I actually encourage folks to do is if they're interested in bonding items at their website, um, they can go to, uh, our website is buysafe.com, but we've actually set up another website called bondmywebsite.com to actually tell folks about how we can do this for them and so that they can tell us who their uh, infrastructure providers are. And, uh, and so we can go to those folks and, and uh, help make sure they get bonding at their website
1: and that website again is is is
2: uh, www.bondmywebsite.com. And again, what we're trying to do is give merchants a place where they can go to say, "Hey, look, here's my infrastructure provider. Please uh please go to them and and get bonding uh enabled."
1: So, um uh, let's say that uh, I mean, there are always the people out there who uh, who don't need the insurance so to speak. Um uh, yep. Give me uh besides your own, have you got any other war stories that you can tell us about people <laughs> that people that have gotten burned? Well, I mean,
2: yeah, so you know, it happens every day. And I think for me the big realization was and, and I agree with you by the way, um, you know, for a large percentage of the population, um, you know, they're perfectly comfortable buying stuff online. And um they are uh, they're not Worried about buying from, uh, you know, buying uh, from Joe, right? right. But uh, what, one of the things is very uh, um, that that we all know is that folks like my mom, um, there are folks like my mom that exist that still use AT&T because it's too risky to switch to that little company called <laughs> Sprint, right? You know, there's there are folks there are folks that are out there that are extremely risk averse. And I think there—I don't think there's a merchant in the in in the world who would who would be able to tell us that they convert the maximum number of folks through their site. It's right. all about conversion and converting more folks. And there's somebody who's coming to their website who is looking at an item and then leaving. And um, you know, if I, my message to merchants is, if you're not focused on this issue of trust, and if you're not focused on this issue of how do I help make my mom feel comfortable, then you're losing money. And um, I believe it's, you know, I, I kind of, one of the things I always tell my uh, the folks I work with is, is uh, you know, to think about the history of e-commerce. And for that small or medium-sized merchant five, you know, six or seven years ago, the big issue was how do I get, especially a brick-and-mortar merchant who decided I want to sell stuff online, uh-huh. the big challenge was how do I get my item online for sale like you know how do i get this i have this shoe how do i put it up there so people can find it and ebay did a wonderful job of making it very easy for merchants to get stuff online for folks to find and nowadays you know you can set up a yahoo store in an hour right and get stuff up so problem solved next big problem was how do i get somebody how do i enable somebody to pay me and uh, especially small, medium-sized folks that didn't have merchant accounts with the credit card companies. Uh, that was a big deal, and, uh, but PayPal came along, and right. they did a wonderful job of solving that problem, and now it's really easy to actually get even a credit card account, right? It's pretty simple. Um, so problem solved. Number three was, okay, I've got my product up online. I have a way for people to pay me, but how do I get buyers to my front door? And, again, eBay did a wonderful job of aggregating buyer traffic in one place. But today, the search engines are all doing an awesome job with that. So with $50 and a credit card, I can get buyers to my front door you know, in a couple of hours. And so the last big thing in my mind is how do I get them to convert at a rate that makes this an efficient distribution channel for me? Uh-huh. And I believe trust I believe that's where trust comes into play, and it, so that's why I say if anybody, if folks aren't thinking about that, then they're losing money because it's all about how do you convert the optimal at the optimal rate.
1: Have you had to pay off on anything yet?
2: Absolutely, um, and that's that's the whole point um, with BuySafe is we want to uh, help you as a buyer feel very comfortable that you're going to be buying from the best and most professional merchants on the on the internet. But if we're wrong. And we uh, and we goof and uh, and we don't make a good call on that. We're willing to put our money where our mouth is and back it up. And uh, so yes, um, a good example would have been that seller on on eBay that was the biggest seller in um, in the world, uh, Glacier Bay DVD. And um, here's a great seller, uh, you know, uh, some would consider the best on eBay. And and they went uh, had financial problems. Doubt so yeah, enough. we've yeah. we've
1: had to pay. You obviously must have uh, a. a- pretty intense infrastructure uh, to handle uh, the investigation of yep. potential clients. Uh, yep. is is that perhaps the single biggest part of your business at this point in terms yeah, of I th-
2: your yeah, overhead? Good,
1: good question, Mike. Um
2: this I think the secret sauce for our business is in fact that risk management uh, system. Um what enables us to do what we do, this is kind of a this is a pretty scary thing to do, right? Merchants come yeah. in and they sign up for your business or, or for to be a bonded seller and you don't you haven't met them you haven't seen their locate you know you haven't visited their locale you haven't shipped uh, their hand um so the number one thing is a make there's two things make a great decision on the front end that they're not bad guys they're not bad actors looking to take advantage of folks and then number two is in real time um Monitoring their business. So one of the things that is important to us is we integrate into the infrastructure, and that's why I say go to bondmywebsite.com to to uh, ask uh, you know to tell us who you'd like us to integrate with um, because we need to integrate with those folks so that we can make sure everything's going well, right? We we want to know uh, what's being sold and and uh, and ultimately whether or not buyers are happy um, because if if a, if a seller does start to go um, down for some reason, we want to be able to help, uh, help make that, help make uh, solve the problem and and tell buyers about it, uh, solve that problem early so that we don't have uh, buyers that get burned unnecessarily.
1: What's the procedure uh, if uh, if a customer has a problem? Uh, what uh, what's what's their step by step to getting it solved?
2: Great question. Um, so uh, well. For a merchant, it's, you know, obviously a merchant just comes to BuySafe and they apply and they go through that process. For a buyer, um, when they buy something online, uh, we bond that item uh, for those merchants that are bonded. And we, uh, um, we send them an email immediately after the transaction saying that this transaction is bonded. You just bought from one of the best merchants on the web everything's going to go great. <laughs> if there's a problem, let us know, right?
1: Okay.
0: Um,
2: and they can come to our website, and they can file a complaint if there's something that went wrong and the seller didn't do what they promised. And we put um, and we have an online dispute resolution process that is kind of step one of the process. So they tell us what it is that went wrong, what it is they'd like the merchant to do to fix it, and then we have the merchant um, jump in and you know either fix the problem or suggest an alternative. If that does not solve the problem, if the merchant and the buyer can't solve the problem via the online dispute resolution system, then we have a team of folks that step in and mediate the process. Um, If at the end of the day we still have disagreement, then our financial institution partners, we work with a number of big financial institutions including uh, Liberty Mutual, um, uh, the Hartford, uh, St. Paul Travelers. Um, and our insurance partners will uh step in and make a, the final payment if there's if the merchant uh, you know didn 't solve the problem and we couldn 't yeah. get resolution on yeah. it yeah exactly what, uh, one thing i should well, one thing I should mention Mike, which I think is very interesting is as we roll out and 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 start to support websites, our business model changes a little bit in that merchants can pay for the bonds just like they do today in our business model, but there is an alternative which is for those merchants that um not 100% sure whether or not they want to pay 1% for their for their bonds but they they know that trust is an issue. We have another um an, another alternative which is they can enable their buyers to buy a bond.
1: Oh. Um
2: so in essence it becomes something that's risk-free for the merchant to try, doesn't cost them anything, but uh but it but they can offer it up to their buyers just in case they want to get my mom to be able to feel good.
1: <laughs> we want your mom to feel good.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's um, exactly right. And your mom, too. And that's yeah, the thing is too. there's lots of yeah. folks out there like that. Uh,
1: what percentage of Internet transactions go bad? It's actually a
2: fairly low number. Um, I, You know, eBay quotes uh, one-tenth uh, of one percent. Um, I would say that's probably right um, in terms of what ultimately is a fraud. Um, but I do think that one of the things about, you know, tr- commerce is that buyers and sellers can have disagreements. Sure. And I think there's, you know, if you ask a retailer, they'll tell you uh, what their return rates are. Is just one example, right? Those are right. examples of where a buyer has an issue with uh, something about that product. And we see somewhere in the range of, um, you know, 4 or 5% of the transactions, uh, buyers, uh, you know, raise their hand and say, hey, you know, there's a problem. Yeah. The, the, ship, the shipment's late. Um, you know, it wasn't the right color, you know, whatever it is. And I think that's one of the things that that's one of the things that's really important about BuySafe is we recognize that the merchants, our customers are professionals, and rather than jump in and solve the problem on behalf of the buyer, we look at we play a discerning mediator role where what the first thing, our first obligation is to let the merchant solve the problem. Because that's because <laughs> that's what they do every day. That's what they're professionals at. And I think there are a lot of, you know, your credit card company, for example, if you make a claim with your credit card company, uh, one of the things you'll always hear from merchants is how, how many, you know, how high their chargeback costs are.
1: Right. Because the credit
2: card company just, you know, basically just returns the money to the buyer. Right. And I think most merchants will tell you, gosh, if you just gave me a chance to solve the problem... I would have done it.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
2: and so we, we look at those merchants and we say, look, they're professionals. This is what they do for a living. Give them a chance to solve the problem. And if they can't or they won't for some reason, that's our role is to step in and fix it after that.
1: Is there any – or are there things that the surety bond doesn't cover in a transaction?
2: Yes. Um, so what a surety bond – what the surety bond guarantees today is seller performance. So that's a very broad term. That's actually the broadest form of protection out there today. What that means is, in essence, you know, whatever it is that the seller promised they would do in the listing, you know, on the on the website, we're gonna we're going to back that. That means if they said they were going to ship it and it was going to get there in two weeks and it's not, that's that's uh, that's something that they didn't fulfill and we're responsible for that. If if they said they'd take a refund and they wouldn't. That's something we'd be responsible for. So it's actually very broad. But what it doesn't do is it doesn't protect you against things like identity theft or uh, product warranties. You know, uh, we don't currently enable product warrant uh, you know warranty protection. Meaning, you know, two years from now the product was supposed to work, and it doesn't that's a a manufacturer's warranty issue. Now, the reason I mention that is because um, one of the other, these are two things that we're going to be adding here in the second half of this year is we're going to enable um, uh, some identity theft protection, and we're going to uh, enable some product warranty protection along with the bond as well. We don't do it today, but it's something that we view as very important for buyers, right? Buyers, we don't want them to be worried about buying from this merchant in any form or fashion. So if we can eliminate all of the risks, not just the seller performance risk, then uh, we view that as a really great thing
1: for, and the, for and the merchant. And in your spare time, you, you, you uh, go rock climbing without any uh, safety on, right? <laughs> well, as a risk management guy, I'm not a big
2: rock climber, but I do like golf. So
1: <laughs> Well, now, now we're talking.
0: <laughs> Good stuff there. That's a... Uh fascinating arena in my opinion as far as uh you know the future of e-commerce and and one of the challenges i think that some of us tend to forget about you know we spend a lot of time trying to sell sell products and get good websites and internet traffic and things of that nature that uh, people sort of forget about the the credibility factor Uh, so once again this has been the june 2006 podcast uh, for practical e-commerce magazine please feel free to check us out online at www.practicalecommerce.com back again next month with another interview.